0: Join two friends as they journey through a combined love of the wonderment of witchcraft. Walk the witch path with your hosts Jenna and Shandi as they delve into occult feminism, astrology, spells, and much more magic as they explore what's brewing in Canadian Conjuring. Welcome to Witch's Brew.
1: doing so good living that uh, post in bulk life
0: oh yeah how was in bulk for you
1: pretty quiet won't lie (laughs) it was pretty quiet um did some candle magic made some wishes and uh yeah just kind of kept her kept her easy
0: nice that's pretty good um it was pretty good it was pretty low-key i did some like seed and garden magic nice Yeah. And then I had um, my daughters in like a school pod because of COVID. We just have like a tiny little school group here. And uh, I had them all doing witchcraft, which is pretty good. Like, (laughs) awesome. Seeds and think about our garden. And it was good. Yeah. Literal baby witches. I know. I'm like, everyone say witchcraft. I'm like, witchcraft. (laughs)
1: adorable yeah um did some candle magic with the little fella and he was he's so stoked like mm. he's like shawnee can we make potions <laughs> like anytime little buddy anytime
0: that's so cute i love it
1: wait let me blow that candle out i gotta make a wish <laughs> okay so now i can't have any candles like in the house that are like on fire because the second i turn around he's like <gasps> He's like, <laughs> blew, he's like, I blew the candles out again. And I was like, why? We need, This house stinks. We need to make it fresh.
0: <laughs> Gotta get those witches in, eh? Yes. He loves it. It's like a snowstorm here that is now a rainstorm and a windstorm. It's pretty good.
1: Uh, yeah, we had like a wicked snowstorm the other day. And then immediately rain. And then it was 14 So. Oh, I'm and the whole, it was like a, like everywhere was a swamp, like it was <laughs> ridiculous. And then yesterday it snowed fifteen centimeters. So we am just living that beautiful fucking country life out here, where it's all the trees are just layered in snow and looking looking gorge. Nice,
0: nice. That
1: winter Wait, gorgeousness. More.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I am sitting in my new witch room or what am I calling it like a fortune parlor I don't know what to call it yet but I like took a room in my house and I painted the walls like this delicious blood red color (laughs) that's aggressive (laughs) I know know. I was like I'm really feeling called to like paint this room red and I'm not sad that I did it looks really great it's super fucking intense but uh and I just filled it with plants and like witchy art and altar stuff and herb wreaths and stuff and now i'm like this is my maybe my favorite room
1: oh <laughs> well, yeah it's your room you get to do whatever you want
0: with it <laughs> yeah super. you got some good, good, like green furniture in here just painting you a picture drinking a coffee oh, okay.
1: yeah let me see it I, I cracked a beer i'm not gonna lie a little 11 a.m beer nothing wrong with that was off mother's social. milk yeah? <laughs> what mother's milk <laughs> yeah I took a beer uh, beer break or a booze break I guess and not hard into her, but I've had like one beer this is my first beer in like fuck a month and a half two months Nice, good for you yeah and I had a like normally I would have like a six pack of gins or whatever and I'd buy one I bought one last week and it I had three and I was toasted and so I was like fuck this (laughs) uh, just kind of spacing it out more just setting some more realistic boundaries with my relationship with those and reading this book by Holly Whitaker it's called quit like a woman Mm -hmm. it is so fucking amazing like I can't even she goes yeah I'm not sure if if you guys are like Instagram fans or whatever but uh, I follow Chrissy Teigen and she's had a lot of... She's had some rough goes in the last little bit. um. And so she gave up booze. And she was like, I read this book. It's amazing. I was like, well, fuck. I kind of want to, you know, save my myself in that realm as well. So I, I got the book. It was like fucking 20 bucks on Amazon. It was here the next day, which was crazy because I live in the middle of nowhere. Huh. And shit usually takes forever. But I got it and I read it. And it's like, holy fuck. Just like... Insane how how uh, the patriarchy essentially is just controlling women like via booze and cigarettes. Interesting, yeah. It's if you (laughs) guys, if anyone's feeling like they want to kind of redefine their relationship or quit altogether or whatever, highly recommend it. Quit like a woman by Holly Whitaker. It's fucking and even if you're like not thinking about redefining your relationship but but if you're thinking about somebody that you like if you don't drink if you have someone in your life who is an alcoholic and a female or it doesn't even have to be a female in your life but it's really really eye-opening like I want my my niece to read it so she can have she's got some people in her life who have a pretty sordid relationship with with alcohol and it's just such a an amazing eye-opener and helps you understand the factors behind it not just like oh don't get me wrong this is gonna sound horrible but like not just like oh well my father was an alcoholic so i'm an alcoholic or my mother was an alcoholic or i was abused all of these things are valid but there's a way that the media and the patriarchy and everyone around you just kind of manipulates and fosters that relationship to their advantage and it's fucking intense so I highly recommend it wow
0: that's an amazing perspective also it's super cool that you want to give it to your like teenage niece what like could you imagine going into like your teenage years with that in your like toolbox honestly like this is
1: the time I'm, I'm not saying she's like drinking all the time but like this is the time where kids start to experiment she's 14 and she's, like, starting to get curious about it and, you know, vaping's huge now and all that other bullshit. And I start to think, like, if my if I had this awareness when I was a kid, where would my life be now? Like, yeah. would it have affected me at all or would it have just gone, you know, in one ear or out the other as most shit does with kids? But even just having that small bit of awareness,
0: it I, I feel like it would... I think even, uh, yeah. especially like when, with your choices about partners too and dating. I think that would be like an interesting awareness because, like you know, I don't know, women are always often not always, you know, you you're saving somebody, right? You always get into mm-hmm. that fucking loop. Definitely, yeah. I definitely have right where it's like, ah, oh, that's okay, I can help them, and it's like, I so, yeah, <laughs> I think everyone's fucking like job
1: fallen prey to that at some point or another. But it was yeah, right, honestly, but it was actually brought it up to her the other day and I was like you know this is a pretty cool book if you want to like read about it or whatever and she's like well I don't drink and I was like okay that's a lie (laughs) but it's not a lie she doesn't really drink um just remember when like when I was like 14 I'd like split an eight pack four ways like (laughs) (laughs) but still that's the that's how it starts so I was just like you know, well, if, if you ever want to like read it, I have it here for you. Uh, if you would be doing me a solid if you read it. And she's like, well, if I ever do experiment, we just do it with other girls. And I was like, mm-hmm. what do you mean? And I told her that like, before that, sorry, I should re- rewind here for a minute. I was like, um, we were talking about booze or whatever. And I was like, it's probably not a good idea for you, blah, 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 blah. Um, And I was like, if I was able to rewind the amount of sexual assaults that I had when I was your age and beyond and thinking back on how booze was the major, if not only factor in all of that. And she's like, well, when we drink, if we do drink, it's only with other girls. We never drink with other guys. And I was like, that's crazy. Like to have that protection already um... embedded within you like at that age.
0: Yeah, that it's like, no, that's a bad idea. And we understand yeah. that. And, we were, and I was like, well, it's not always going to be that way. So
1: Exactly. So up. it, it will up. evolve. Yeah. So. Read the fucking
0: uh, book. <laughs> fucking the patriarchy. Well, speaking of the patriarchy. No, I just, I don't know. No. It's always a segue. It's a nonstop segue. You could literally bring up anything.
1: Really, yeah, honestly, like. <laughs> women are keeping the alcohol business alive right now. Huh. You know the old hashtag wine moms or like naming their kid Rose or like putting low like, like, oh <laughs> if you read this, bring me wine, like just all of that fucking
0: That wine spot to me, yeah. Just like here mom mom and wine stuff, I'm just like, I don't I don't get it, man. But it's out there yeah. and it's heavy. It's just
1: like an allowance for, for women to it, it's like essentially giving women permission to drink all the time like oh mommy can't do this without a glass of wine it's like okay well no <laughs> that's a problem in and of itself and how it's yeah. like fostered throughout the system throughout everything every aspect of huh. oh like I'm gonna go out with my friends and we're gonna have lunch. or I'm um, I had a really hard day parenting today so I'm gonna have a bottle of wine or a glass of wine that kind of goes into a bottle of wine a night like I don't know, i've i seen this happen firsthand with, with yeah for sure with people and it it's just so easy to
0: for it to run away you know yeah well it sounds like a really fascinating read
1: yeah pretty pretty decent pretty decent book highly suggest
0: what are we talking about today so today we're gonna talk about the tarot are you excited Ooh, i am excited it's a huge topic uh And it's super interesting, and it's super important, and I think if you're into witchcraft at all, you definitely have experiences with tarot. It's kind of, like, inherent.
1: <laughs> yeah, and and if you don't, that's cool, too. Like, let's take some, we're going to take some general broad strokes with tarot today and just kind of, like, ease into it, Um, because it is such a huge topic, and there is so much energy placed on it and within it it's better to take little little baby steps i think
0: personally and so you can know i've had tarot around me forever like i mean since i was like 12 or 13 It's not, like, I still, there's still so much to learn, and it's still something that's ever-changing, right? Mm -hmm. So that's, like, many decades, and I'm, like, it's always different, it always changes, new concepts come up, new symbolism is revealed, it's, Mm -hmm. like, an ever-changing, amazing, magical gift.
1: Yeah, and we'll kind of have a little story about that, (laughs) and how how it, everything evolves, essentially.
0: Um, Do you want to get into her, or...? Let's get into her. So, I don't. I guess I was doing a little bit of research about like the origin of tarot, and no one's really sure about when it kind of came about. And like the late 1300s, there was some tarot decks mentioned that were in a museum at that point. So that's pretty interesting. Which means if it's in a museum in like the 1300s, how old is it? So no one can quite figure it out. Or exactly where it's from there's a lot of theories and it involved a lot of different cultural symbolisms as well in the cards so i think it's something that's like way more magic or the access to that information has been lost type thing um thanks and once thing, really- go ahead
1: thanks, fuckers
0: yeah right just a and all that shit fuck you speaking
1: of patriarchy genocide well, i guess it's not genocide yeah. it's femicide
0: Yes, I'm sorry. Absolutely, I digress. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we we will all always digress into patriarchy. <laughs> <laughs> but I did read that um, uh, tarot predates playing cards, and I was like, interesting. And you can kind of see it as well, like because you can read tarot with playing cards. Is that cardomancy? What is that it's called? Something specific. Yep. Yeah.
1: So, you me- are you familiar with cardomancy at all, or or where? no okay so like just a quick little aside here so cardamancy, um you've got so with your playing deck you've got the spades hearts clubs and diamonds so they each represent the four suits so that is historically kind of when you're reading cards that's it's the uh, minor arcana because they each correspond with the
0: different elements yeah Super neat, and uh, can't remember where I was going with that. Anyways, like yeah, tarot is just like such a cool, uh, intense like way to connect to like symbolism and intuitive knowledge, and I don't know, like the future or future past, right? Like it's crazy the stuff that gets revealed. Yeah, girl, it's it's intense.
1: It's crazy intense, but it's awesome. Totally worth
0: it. I know. So often sometimes like go through periods of life where I'm like, I'm scared of my tarot decks. (laughs) Like don't touch them for way too long. And then you're like, ah, I'm sorry. I was away for so long. (laughs) Yeah. So
1: to, so if you don't have, if you have a tarot deck or if you don't have one now, it's better to kind of have an idea of how to take care of them because as good as you are to them, they'll be as good to you. So you want to make sure that you're cleansing them and storing them properly. So if you, have uh let's say sage or mug or, or some sort of incense that you've created you can use that to you can kind of roll your deck through the through the smoke and say a little cleansing prayer if you want um you can leave them out in the moonlight you can leave them out in the sunlight depending on which kind of energy you're looking to draw um i store mine in Typically, people like to say, "Oh, you gotta be fancy. You gotta, you gotta have them in a silk little scarf or a silk little case or a special box." And you can definitely do all those things, but especially when you're first starting out, it's not going to be, it's probably not going to be that available to you unless you buy it all and or are given it all in in the same shot. My way, the way I like to keep my cards, I did have a silk scarf, and I was reading tarot one night, and all of a sudden the scarf. Had disappeared. I have no fucking idea where it went. Um, it's somewhere oh. in the woods in harbor bushing. And I fucking love that scarf. It was given to me by my nanny, uh, or my na- I, I inherited it after she passed away. But uh, I also found so when I lost that, and I was just kind of keeping them in a uh, little Ziploc baggie with rose petals to help clean cleanse them. Um, so I had that, and then I found another little scarf it's pure white and i like to wrap them up in that um if you're like me and have multiple decks there's you can you you have all kinds of different ways so back to cleansing you can way i like to have it i guess we'll get get into my little routine with the cards here is i like to keep them wrapped up in my my nanny scarf, i call it and then have an amethyst rose quartz and clear quartz with it because it helps give it love helps cleanse it and helps keep all the good vibes inside that sounds really nice yeah and so and it like every now and then when i remember kind of a bad witch for this but (laughs) a lot of the times i forget but i'd like to make a point of of having them out in the moonlight on the equinoxes at least if or solstice's Sorry, at least um if not the equinoxes as well and so you're kind of drawing all that good 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 energy and um again full moon or new moons are good for banishing any negative energy so like Jenna was saying sometimes uh you can feel negative energy coming from your cards I'll get into that in a, in a little bit when I talk more about intuition but yeah or actually yeah let's go into intuition right now let's do it uh, nobody Bleah, Sorry. sometimes we just <laughs> know things you know and sometimes we don't know and both of those times are okay but when you have like a gut feeling so you've got like three brains in your body you've got your brain you've got your heart and you've got your gut your gut feeling is the one that usually comes first and that's a lot of the times that's intuition so that's your gut telling you your brain gut your gut brain telling you that shit ain't right or shit's right or should or shouldn't be doing this
0: what else you know what's super interesting is that when I read cards and I I started to do this. I can't even remember when, but it's like one of those things you just do it and it feels right. I put my hand over my like belly. Yeah. Well, one hand is running over cards and the other hand is like on my belly. And that's how that's really interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Um, no. And to like get into that as well, there's a, um,
1: a great meditation within within yoga. So like, or like it's not Depending on how you take yoga, I like to use it for meditation, but um, usually after a long practice, I'll do like the uh, like a side straddle, or, like on my back, cobbler's pose. So, like, you're laying on your back and you've got your feet touching each other, the like palms of your feet is that what it's called, or <laughs> like the,
0: of the your heels
1: of your feet, yeah. um, touching and then cool. your, your, your knees, kind of just hanging loose. So, it looks like you're gonna. I don't know stand on a ball if you're standing up but I like to put my left hand over my belly and my right hand on my third eye and it helps to calm you down and helps to ground you and you get, there's like a lot of um intuition really it, that, that helps come because so, you're giving love and thanks to your to your third eye and to your belly and stuff and thanking it for getting it to where you where you are now so intuition in in regards to tarot everybody like one of the common misconceptions or common myths about tarot is like like you'll see it in in media or like on tv shows and you'll be like this you'll be the gypsy sitting at the table the fortune table or whatever and then they're like oh i see you've got whatever a lot of the times that's not always the case there's a lot of different ways that you can you can take tarot and the path that I like to use with it is intuition because there's a lot of time and, and and pardon me that in and of itself is is often considered psychic so that'd be like claircognizance claircognizance what is wrong with my my mouth today um so when you're working with mm-hmm. claircognizance claircognizance <laughs> um, it helps to so you're taking all of your knowledge that you have and then listening to, to your gut brain and your heart brain and your um, brain brain and using all of those tools to help get you through, the to, to help you learn from the reading. Sometimes, and there are people out there, there are probably lots and lots of people out there who are actually um, psychic mediums and they're able to um, speak to people through cards, which is another... Topic entirely that we sh- we could probably talk about it in another another pod here. Yeah. So a lot of people are like, well, the tarot's Satan,
0: you know. Tarot, they call it the, the devil picture book, yeah. and you can kind of see like the relationship that gambling has too like with cards and stuff, as well as like being, you know, like the tarot and like being like definitely like a tool of the devil <laughs> for
1: sure and and that's carefully calculated that is something that happened um when religion was like christianity mostly was was becoming huge like oh you're a pagan and you you're using the devil's tools to help you decipher that's cheating or that's blah blah blah, blah whatever and then once the you know the inquisition or whatever you, the the witch killings happen it was just like oh she reads tarot. she's a witch killer it's like fuck off man i
0: don't want to die but <laughs> well, you don't want you don't want anyone going to you know like a wise woman or a person for spiritual guidance or solving their own problems you know you want them to have to come to the institution exactly. right and control all
1: manipulation yeah, and control nobody if you have free will and free thought then you're
0: you're a fucking threat I love this episode. It's turning so heavy anti-patriarchy. I mean, like, if you've listened to this podcast, there's a very heavy vein of anti-patriarchy in this, uh, obviously, but this episode's particular. I'm like, yes, that's right. Fuck (laughs) that. It's the worst. (laughs) Getting fed up.
1: (laughs) So if you decide that you want to, you know, start reading tarot cards or you want to flirt with it and become more aware with it, know that you can, you don't have to feel because it can be super intimidating. You don't have to be a psychic medium to read tarot. You can focus on your own intuition yeah. and you can, you know, use your resources, use your books, use your online tools, use your friends, use all, every every tool that you have because realistically at the very fucking end of the line, tarot is a tool. So why why do yeah. people read tarot? Why do people consult the tarot? 99% of the time, you already fucking know. You already fucking know what you want, what you're supposed to do or where you want to go.
0: Tarot helps. Select. There's something about seeing it like with the, you know, like all the subconscious, mm-hmm. like the access to the subconscious mind or the collective unconscious and like all the archetypes and even just some of the symbolism and the color. Like sometimes it just, it's like opens the door yeah. to what you are. Exactly. Want. So it, it's kind of like mirroring your
1: soul. Like you're seeing what you want in a concrete way then you're like fuck I knew that already like (laughs) you're like damn it I knew that person wasn't right for me or fuck I knew I shouldn't have taken that job or or I'm so excited that this is happening because it's not always bad it's usually pretty good and as Jenna knows (laughs) I when I read tarot I okay before I get into that I'll, I'll go into my little tarot here my little tarot history I've been reading tarot for a very long time as well um I got pretty heavy into it I got my first deck I think when I was 15 it was given to me by uh, my sister's friend it was the Herbal tarot deck and it was awesome I still have the book my dog ate some of the tarot cards which was pretty
0: holy shit uh, magical he's dog he's a magic
1: guy now he's he's pretty he's pretty special um, he ate the justice card, which was fucked up. Anyway, so, so I got uh, I, I kind of reached out for other decks after that, but um, I would read it, and I would I would fucking I went heavy on it. Like I based some pretty large life decisions off of the tarot tarot ads that yeah. I that I read for myself. And again, that's another thing. A lot of people don't, a lot of people are out there saying, like, spreading, oh, you can't read cards for yourself. It's bad luck or you're not going to, whatever. It's That's major bullshit. The best way that you can hone your skill and hone your intuition is to, I think, read cards for yourself because you're not going to have an immense amount of people looking for a beginner tarot reading. That's just not the case. Unless you're in a tarot class with other people
0: or you have a lot of like-minded friends, which is is like i think that's totally insane that someone's like oh you can't read for yourself that that's what you should be doing as you just said like that's the way that you get familiar and connected with your cards and also how this kind of works and also it's a huge gift to yourself and an empowerment exactly that's bullshit that they
1: i think a lot of it had to do with um or has to do with tarot being something that would be passed down through your family so People who knew how to read would teach the, the new people in the family how to read, and and that would just kind of carry down the line. We don't have that luxury because we've been persecuted for fucking ever. So, and especially in like the 1700s, 1800s, it was like, yo, we're, we're all dead now. <laughs> like, and like they, it was a straight up fucking. Ugh just yeah anyway yeah so that we don't have that luxury so we're out here having to teach ourselves and we're learning from each other and we're passing the knowledge that way as someone who is not a fucking angry teen anymore (laughs) i will do a little disclaimer if we do have any younger um listeners make sure all right not even make sure just tune into what you're actually asking something that I wish people or I had learned or somebody would have told me when I was younger and reading tarot is that to have a good meditation session beforehand ground yourself beforehand because in a lot of scenarios you've got so going back to your your brain brain your brain brain I mean yes you are but (laughs) you've got so many other selves within you you've got your happy self your sad self your angry self you've got all of these selves and if you're walking in there with one of like if you're wanting to be happy if you're angry and you're wanting to be happy your angry self is the one who's reading the the tarot so again that could be your ego so your ego speaking for you and that's not a good thing You want to be able to, to maintain your higher consciousness to be able to get a better reading, not even a better reading, to not have a reading plagued
0: by your own emotion. I would say too, that knowing when it is not the right reading for you is also a thing. Like sometimes if you have the deck out and you're like trying to pick a card or a pile and all that stuff. Sometimes you just don't get anything from it. It's like, you can, you, you feel free to stop and reshuffle or wait for another time. It's not always like the best. Yeah, time. and it's, and you have other options as well. Like you don't have to do a full Celtic
1: cross right away. You can, you can just ask a past, present, future, or you can just ask one single question. It doesn't,
0: or just exactly, one card. you don't have to, okay.
1: it, it doesn't have to be a hundred percent, a hundred percent of the time. You do what's right for you when it's right for you.
0: I know a lot of readers, they, um, and I would do this too if I, if, like some of my friends that do professional readings, I've asked them and they're like, they have their personal decks and then they have their decks that they interact with mm-hmm. other people with, like that they read with, because like, it's like a vacuum. Like these cards pick up so much energy because they're literally reading your energy and cycling it back. So like cleansing your deck, how that Shani talked about <clears throat> and storage and things like that. But also if you are going to read for a bunch of people, I would consider having two separate decks or at least doing cleansing definitely
1: should always even if it's your own energy that you're you're not feeling too good about always cleanse your deck and yeah like jenna said make sure that the people who are touching your decks because yeah the energy gets picked up it gets translated through make sure that those are not those are people who you wouldn't mind having a cup of tea with you know so back to kind of like the the um different types of readings you can do. If you do decide that you want to do a full Celtic, or you just want to do um, a medicine wheel, or a past, present, future, these aren't always telling you exactly what's going to happen. And as Jenna knows, since I was, oh yeah, it's kind of circling back here, since I was little, I've always done a disclaimer at after every uh, at the beginning of every reading this is not the future this is a path if you take this path
0: yes if like, you
1: take this path this is an option that can happen if you decide to not take this path you have other paths available to you free will is always available to you it is not written in stone yeah. if you don't like your reading change it change your life change your decisions change you know these are just, you know, branches on a tree that can take you to one place. If you don't want to go there, start growing somewhere else. When you're deciding whether or not you want to or get a tarot reading, let's say you're not totally stoked on doing it yourself and you feel like you want something, you know, quote unquote, more legit or something, if you're not fully in trust with yourself yet which you know I still do too I I get I got my readers I've got my my people like that I know and vibe with
0: no it's, it's really important I got a reading book for next week because it's like yep thank you like you can read them yourself absolutely but sometimes it is really nice to have somebody read for you and also some people are really yeah. gifted with it like that's what they do. They have a whole other toolbox and like set of insights and knowledge of the cards that you might not, or yeah, it's a different deck or all of the things. So it very is very important.
1: important. And, and then you can learn from each other. Uh, if, if that's something that you, that you want to do.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So you want to make sure that you vibe with the reader. If they have an online presence, check it out. See if it's something that you like, or if they have a book out there, maybe buy the book. I've done that many times. I have far too many books now um if you are looking for something specific like 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 say pardon me like you want like a love reading like and I'm not saying love reading like it's some sort of bad thing people do it I've done it I you know if you're looking for a love reading look at someone who taps into the more romantic side of it or if you're looking for someone who can help you with um, your overall look at someone who's into that sort of focus as well like because we come in all shapes and sizes it are out there for everyone nobody is left without or wanting as far as readers go because it's like a hairdresser you try a few sometimes you don't like them that's cool but you're not gonna not get your haircut you know you're gonna find the one and i mean sometimes
0: it's not always, like, uh, somebody that has, like, a web presence or, like, an actual business development. Like, my mom used to be the neighborhood reader for friends and my friends and her friends and so on and so forth. Like, sometimes it can just be, like, a woman or a person, sorry, that is, like, you know, they'll read for Hell you. Hell, yeah, and your and mom
1: gave it. me reading. It was awesome.
0: That's right. <clears throat> yeah, Man, she hasn't read my cards in forever. I keep bothering her. I'm, like, come on. She's, like, oh, I haven't even read them forever. I'm, like, you got to get back to it, mom. <laughs> <Next> <laughs> waiting for you to take yeah. it up but yeah yeah like that in terms of inheritance the cards would be the number one yeah, fucking thing yeah for sure
1: so yeah you want to make sure you you vibe with the reader and
0: yeah so you know what's so funny when you read for people like I'm sure this has happened to you you read for someone they don't tell you what they want to talk about, but the cards are just like, here you go, bitch. And you're like, oh, or they tell you one thing and it's definitely not what they were thinking of. And you're like, so let's talk.
1: When I was, (laughs) yeah, I've got a story about that. This is actually terrifying to me. I I almost, I actually almost stopped reading entirely because of this when I was like 19 uh, or no, maybe 20. I was 20 and I was working at this call center And I I broke my deck back out and I started doing, I was just looking for practice. So I started reading for the people that I worked with. I was in training class at the time. So we all got kind of like, you know, quote unquote tight. Like, so I started reading for them. And this one girl, she was like, okay. And I did it. And fuck Jenna, it was so horrific. So fucking horrific. And I had no idea, like no fucking idea. I'm just sitting there reading the cards and she's like bawling. She just started bawling. It actually, it happened twice with this group. So there was uh, a girl that was closer to my age. Uh, she was having. Uh, she doesn't listen to this. gonna so be fine. <laughs> she was she was um, pregnant and she didn't know it. She had already had a couple kids, and yeah, it it she, it was it it didn't turn out very well for her. And I didn't know that she was pregnant. And I was kind of speaking to something that I wasn't totally sure of and I was just like, Yeah, it's not good. And she was just like all of a sudden she just turned white and was like, Fuck. Uh and then another girl that I was there with, she it was very obvious at the time that she her husband was cheating on her and she had just like that day found out and I was like, fuck, why do I what I gotta be so spot on? This is awful. <laughs> I almost <laughs> gave up reading entirely because of that, because I just, I didn't want to inflict pain on anyone, but you know, pain, growth is pain. You know, you got to have, a solid... knowledge
0: is, pain, yeah. is pain, you got to have, have a solid
1: relationship with growth and yourself, um, before. And I didn't have a solid relationship with it at, at all. At that point, um, predicting someone else's is, is terrifying when you're not ready for it. But yeah, Um, so if you're deciding that you want to start reading and you want to, you know, pick a deck, personally, I like to, you know what, I've recently, I've changed my relationship with, with picking decks. Like I, I prefer, like preferred before to have it in my hand, to feel the energy, but then I found this deck online and I was like, fuck, that'd be Mm -hmm. really cool. And I never bought it. And then. I saw it in my my uh, local witch store calling corners and I was like I didn't even realize it was the same deck and I was just like fuck this feels good. Yeah, I was like this feels good. Huh. I'm buying this. I was like this is fucking way expensive. Everything is way expensive to me because I'm a cheap fucking bitch. But <laughs> I was just like whatever. I'm spending the money on this. And then I like opened the deck and I was like holy fuck this is the deck that I was looking at. Like it blew me away.
0: Oh. Like, my <clears throat> How many decks do you have uh, I only have like 3 or 4. Yeah, I
1: don't. Yeah, same. A lot. Tell me about Pardon? the
0: decks that you have. Tell me I've about got, the decks that you
1: have. Uh just your standard run of the mill rider weight. That's what i like to to learn with. So I... rider weight, Smith here. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. so I got the so I got the rider weight and then I've got the uh I had the herbal tarot deck, which was my favorite, but it just wasn't meant to be in my life anymore, I guess. And then I've got the Ellis Tarot deck. That's the one that was I was like I saw online. I was like, that was fucking cool. But then and I didn't want to um purchase it at the time. Then I saw it and I was like, whoa, that's really fucking dope. Um that one has like the Yeah, it's it's just fucking cool. And then I've got uh an oracle deck an artist oracle deck so it's got it's not a tarot deck it's like i said it's an oracle deck so it's got like your archetypes. so it's it's pretty cool as well i think those are all the decks that i have right now i'm say yeah
0: i had one deck forever so my first deck was an arthurian legend tarot deck that my mom gave me when i was like 14 that's pretty badass man so sweet. And I was, like, so fucking into, like, Arthurian Legend at that point, because that's me. I'm a huge fucking nerd. And um, so, yeah, that deck was, like, my learner's deck, and, like, I had it for a really long time, and then I think, like, maybe mid-20s picked up the Rider-Waite-Smith deck, and since that point, too, I also have the Wild Unknown deck, and then, uh, in terms of, like, Oracle cards, I have the the Wild Unknown Archetype cards, which I one million percent recommend to anyone they're so fucking amazing and it's funny with the different decks because like they behave so differently they have different personalities like and i'll go back and forth between them um like if i'm reading for someone else i'm generally going to the Rider Waite Smith deck because it's easier to understand for everybody but the Wild Unknown deck is funny too because it's like quick and to the point like she says a lot in the descriptions but like it's shorter it's like a paragraph instead of like two pages of thing So that deck is interesting. And I find that deck usually likes to call me out Mm -hmm. being like, here you go. Thank you. Fuck you. I'm like, oh, no. Pretty classic. (laughs) I know. It's so funny when the cards like call you out. You're like, yeah, all right. And then they're like, bitch.
1: (laughs) No. (laughs) I'm so seen right now. Is it the (laughs) cards or is it yourself? (laughs) Boom, mic drop. (laughs) yeah right weren't ready for that bad boy um so like when that shit happens or like when you're feeling or or like if you're i like to do this when i'm feeling you know seen or called out or if i just want to learn more about the card in general i like to meditate on the card and like you can read your little white book or whatever that comes with it or if you've got other tools or other resources available to you that you normally use you can you can read all that it's cool to have that knowledge in your back pocket but i like to just straight up stare at the fucking card because it's
0: all oh, of shit that's actually super valid. yeah a lot of people are just like oh card open the book read it i'm very guilty of that but like when you look at like especially the, the a lot of them are like that but the rider wait smith deck you're just like what's going on in this card? And it's like, what colors are there? What's in the background? Like even the animals, any of the imagery, like the shapes of things, there's just so much put into each card. It just That's drips Pamela with like symbolism. So I love that you meditate. Yeah. I know, she's amazing. And then like, I love that you meditate on every card. And I'm I, what I do sometimes is like, if I'm drawing cards, like if it's more of a one or two thing or sometimes a three, like I'll leave them out for a few days while I think about it. Or if one's like really being like, hey, like my relationship with the fucking five of cups. I'm like, OK, I'm just going to like tape you to the fucking wall so I can really think. Yeah, about Yeah, you can even like
1: can- make it a little talisman for yourself or you can put it in on your altar or in like a pentagram or you yeah. can get creative with it if you want to like put some runes on it or yeah
0: the world's your oyster yeah it's a good Mm -hmm. thought focus like or a focus point for larger concept thinking
1: (laughs) narrow-minded tunnel tunnel vision usually leads to if you're meditating it will lead to something much more open and broad
0: yeah because like i mean it's intuitive knowledge that you're tapping into with the tarot so Sometimes, yeah, like a card is going to come out where you're like, oh, yes, I I see you, I hear you. And sometimes they keep coming out too, where you're like, I just drew the tower card again, or whatever card keeps coming up for you. And it's really good to give that some time and space to let it kind of like sink in and understand. Like you can do extra reading about the card. Uh, What I like about the archetype cards is that they have. They'll bring like, uh, listen to this song or read this poem or try this, like, you know, other thought process or, and it's really interesting because it brings you down like mm-hmm. a whole other rabbit hole and opens up like a whole other thing. I and mean, I've learned so much just like following Hell the yeah. suggestions from those cards. And I also love that cards are tied to astrology as well. Like all the major arcana are tied to, uh, yeah. like planets and signs. so.
1: No, I wanted super. to say that good bit of news for when we go into the major arcana because there's so like this is just basic shit like not basic shit it's shit you need to know before you start shit I you know what shit I wish I knew wished yeah. wished wished I knew before I started yeah um important. because I didn't have like a wide swath of internet or books or people to draw on but when I started doing it because I'm an old bitch but um yeah if if you're if you're getting into it. I would I would definitely suggest biggest thing biggest two things for me cleanse your fucking deck meditate you're not right with you can't find balance within yourself you're not gonna fucking read get the readings that you want and it's not even that you whether or not you want them it's just you want it you want to be able to look at the cards from your from your spirit from your crown as opposed to just with your, your, let's say your other shocker, like your fucking root shocker. You don't want to think of it just sexually. You don't want to think of it just like emotionally with your uh, solar plexus. You don't want to, you know, you want to be able to kind of align yourself so you can get the, the best of the best. So you can feel very confident with it. In my, in my opinion.
0: Good advice. back
1: to like meditating on the there. Um, I told you that the fucking knight of wands for years, the knight of wands has followed me around. And I I'm familiar oh. with it. And I've like, every time, like, knight of wands, you're, you're looking at like a, kind of a flaky, flighty guy who's in there to flirt with you and just fuck off. it depends Yeah. Like a fuckboy? I would say the, the yeah. word is like, kind of knight like, of wands like, is definitely like... a fuckboy as well. And so then I was I was like, fuck, like, why do I <laughs> like, I would, like, have, like, a crush on someone like years ago and and it, the knight of wands would come up or like and like repeatedly over life and then i'm in a pretty knock on wood <laughs> stable relationship right now and the knight of wands came up and i was like jesus fucking christ not again like i know like i know this is this isn't from <laughs> something happening now and then i was like oh my god shunner you dumb cunt like it's me i'm the fucking is want. it you? I'm the fucking <laughs> non committal, like not even non-committal, non committal, not. Yeah, I was like, well, Jesus Christ, like it's my masculine <laughs> it out of fucking line here. It's not anybody else. It's, it's me. I need to fucking get right with myself before I can fucking totally feel one, you know, with like, uh, until you get right with you, you ain't gonna be right with nobody else. It's just a fact. It's just a fucking fact.
0: That is great. I love that. And also, it is kind of tricky like that, too, where it's like, if you really get mm-hmm. wrapped up on the gender of the cards, because they are fairly gendered, you are like, it's like, oh, the knight of swords or the queen of cups or the king of cups are coming into your life. And you're like, it can represent a person, it could mm-hmm. be something that's growing inside of you a direction for you, but it doesn't always stick to gender. So I think if people need to be a lot more gender, exactly too, it comes to reading that read the energy exactly yeah read the energy not different
1: everybody has a masculine and a feminine energy within them i don't care how you identify yourself Mm -hmm. that is something that is within us um yeah yeah, like and when i say masculine and feminine i don't essentially mean like oh that's a that's a man or that's a that's a female it's like no it's like i mean more of like a balance of two different types of energy within us and i'm again not really kind of genderizing The energy, but I but I am kind of because it's I how we've it. defined it. Not defined it, we how we've spoken about it for forever. So if we have new ways of speaking about that, I apologize because I'm behind the times. But we do have like an Emma and an animus within us. And when you're feeding one and one gets kind of lackluster, or if you're feeling like with me, I've always felt that my feminine energy was a weakness and that it was vulnerability and then I wasn't comfortable with it. So I over, over compensated with my masculine energy. Like, Oh yeah, I can fucking hang. I can drink beers. I can shoot guns. I can work like, you know, I, and, and then my, yeah, no, my femininity kind of dwindles and I get more, more nervous with it, but like everything we need balance within those two. Um, and yeah. And meditation and if you choose a card, like if a card keeps, like you're shuffling your deck and a card keeps popping out, maybe you want to meditate with that one. Maybe something's popping out yet because there always is that element of chance as well with tarot. It's not all just,
0: I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Something's. I would say, uh, just, just to oh, jump yeah, back her? to the patriarchy for a second. <laughs> um, What you just said about like the masculine, and the feminine energy. And I like, I, I can feel you there. And I think we've done probably the same thing where you are conditioned and you Mm -hmm. associate femininity with weakness. So you kind of take on that extra masculine uh, point of view or uh, energy sometimes where you're like, yeah, I'm tough, I'm fucking strong. I like dudes better than women for friends, you know, like all that type of shit. And it's really just another like patriarchal trapping where you're like, your feminine power is fucking so powerful and we are totally conditioned to feel like it is weak and not valid and fucking useless um and that's a total myth that i think sometimes Um, takes a long time for people to break out it's very difficult to break out of
1: a system that you don't know you're in and a lot of people don't know that they're in the system
0: yeah absolutely
1: then on that i gotta stand up because my legs are sore because i'm
0: old now You know we're so old. My fucking back hurts. I like, pulled it out this two weeks ago, and it's just like not great. And when we <laughs> say we're old. We're both under forty, but you know something. Feel old. i was on a yoga mat for the
1: first time in a long time today, and it's just like, well, that three minutes was solid enough for me.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I did my. I do some yoga with my daughter sometimes. Do that cosmic yoga on uh on youtube and i'm just like <laughs> she loves the boat pose because it hurts me so much and she's just like let's do the boat one and i'm like fuck, oh, girl like it hurts and she just laughs That's she roars not unsurprisingly like, the
1: <laughs> one that i was doing this morning and i was like all right i'm cool i don't need to revisit this for another six months I'm so it feels I so good once you are in the
0: video
1: <laughs> i know i know uh. Well, thanks for listening. We'll have some more tarot stuff in the in the future. We'll get into the major and minor arcana and uh the differences between them and maybe dig into a little bit more uh, cardomancy and the in the when when we get into the minor arcana and uh just kind of do the um side by side of of those, the suits and
0: the the suits versus the the suits the suits. <laughs> yeah, oh my god. And if you're listening and you have a specific tarot interest or question, throw it to us on Instagram um, or email or whatever, however you can get in touch with us. And yeah, uh, we, can give it a yeah whirl. we can talk about it. it be good. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Thanks for chatting. Thanks, Shadi. Hey. Anytime. Love you too. Nice. All right. Well, we'll see you next time.